0: Here we are. Another week. Another mm. another death in the family. Another I don't even know. I don't even know. I haven't even been like knowing what days it's been. I just been at work like what's today? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's but what? um I guess I'll talk about it. For anybody that doesn't know, my grandmother passed, um, and it is the wife or widow of my grandfather who just passed this year. So, well, technically it wasn't it was, this year, but the funeral was in January. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, losing two grandparents on the same side in one year is like,
1: it's just crazy
0: yeah and it just makes me wonder too because my grandmother i don't want to call it cancer but they did find a tumor that they said was benign in her breast um a couple months back and um well not a couple months back last year and basically uh, they just put her on like a medication to kind of keep it under control but she wasn't undergoing like any chemo or radiation for it and then um she was losing a lot of blood. She had she had to have a lot of blood transfusions in the last like month or two. And they were trying to figure out where it was coming from because the, the blood was like pooling on her stomach. <clears throat> um and recently, like two weeks ago, she had to be rushed to the hospital because she passed out because of the amount of blood she had lost and I guess it was tied to the tumor. And so they decided that they were going to do radiation on her, but not chemo. And she did seven rounds of radiation, and everything was fine. She was in good spirits after it was all said and done. And um, Thursday night, uh, my mama called me crying, and she, my mama never calls me crying. And she asked me where I was, and I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I told her I, I was at my sister's house at the time, and I didn't want to react in front of my sister because my sister is very – um, she's way more emotional than me. Like, she she will hyperventilate, kind of cry, like make yourself sick, kind of cry. Mm-hmm. And um, like at my granddad's funeral, I had to hold her up, basically – type thing like she was not even able to walk she was just so emotional about it so I was just trying to keep it cool on the phone and my dad has been working late so I was just like okay you know I'll be home soon I'm, I'll leave I'll come home and my sister is looking at me dead in my face like what is it what's going on what's happening and I'm like Ugh. I feel like I'm the like I don't want to say strong one in the family but I feel like I'm the emotional support Honestly, for a lot of people, not even just my family, for like friends and family, but yeah. So then I had to tell my sister, and she broke down and my nephew was there and bless his heart, he was just looking and his face was all frowned up and he just kept asking what's wrong. And then he went into my sister's boyfriend and was like, daddy, mommy crying, mommy crying, mommy crying. So I had to hurry up and get out of there, went home. When I got there my dad had got there too and then my sister called her or my sister called my mom and they talked and my sister was crying again and then my mom was like, "Well, you know, go be with your sister." So I had turned back around <laughs> and go be with my sister and it was just I don't know, like I didn't cry until I was in the car by myself. I don't know why I'm like that. I don't really just break. Like if I break down in front of somebody, something is really fucked up. And I don't know, this is kind of really fucked up, but I still was just like trying to keep it together for everybody else. And um, I don't know. It's just been weird. Like dealing with these emotions on top of like everything else in life. Like we were already talking about how we were, starting to feel that little sad, that little, you know. It's creeping. Yeah, and then this happens, and it's just like, why does everything suck? Like, why? And on top of that, like, I got my period that same fucking day. So not only was I emotionally hurt, (laughs) but I was physically hurt. It was just two types of, I was just like, I just don't want to live right now. Somebody (laughs) please come get me. So... I don't know. It's been very weird. Like I've been really trying to like fight feeling like I'm falling into a depression. I I keep like <laughs> basically telling myself, No, no, you are not gonna be depressed. You are fine, like we are not doing this, like no, it's not happening. You're not depressed. But then like I don't know. I can't escape like sadness right now.
1: Yeah. You have to properly grieve though or make it yeah it'll make the depression come on
0: yeah and i mean i i will over time i was literally bawling my eyes out all day last friday um because i called out of work i was like i just can't do it i'm sorry and they understood so it was cool went back to work saturday and they weren't even expecting that they're like oh we didn't think you were coming and i was like yeah, I mean I probably shouldn't, but I also need the money. Like <laughs> right. my servers I need the cash. So I was like, no, I need to be here, which that kinda helped, like just being around people and having something to take your mind off of it. But like whenever I have alone time, it's just like really sad. Yeah. So
1: You know what's really crazy? Uh let's week was our 7th episode and we ended last season on the 35th episode and we started the new one after you got back from your granddad's funeral.
0: That is crazy.
1: So it's exactly 35. Wow. I thought about that and I was like shit that's wild.
0: I'm, that's a, I'm a believer in numerology and numbers and like shit happening like that. Yeah. It's it's really weird. Um, I love you
1: first
0: you know what I appreciate that because another thing that kind of depressed me was like nobody really reached out to me like one friend outside of you I mean of course I had to tell you because you know but one friend reached out and was like hey like you know I didn't reach out that day but I just want to check on you and see how you're doing nobody else has said that and I feel like like we were talking about last week um like, how (laughs) it's crazy that, like, it's so hard for, for me to be able to date people, and it's, it's because of, like, because of who I am and how I present myself, I guess, like, makes it kind of hard. I I feel like that's another thing, too, like, I feel like so many people just assume that I have everything all together, and I don't really need any uh, emotional support or anybody to lean on, so, I don't get any at all like <laughs> <laughs> right like I, I had a friend that like after listening to the um, episode we did at the 4th of July where I was like I'm, I was depressed on 4th of July because nobody invited me to anything and uh, like two or three people were like dang like had I known you know I would have invited you over here but we just thought you were doing some bad bitch shit and blah 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 and I was like I posted on the social media like to see what people were doing. Like when I be asking questions, I don't just be posting just to post But niggas. the other
1: thing is people do be doing that. Like just to like like get some content off. <laughs> no.
0: So I don't know. It's just that it's just that weird like I don't
1: know. Like
0: everybody just thinks that you're okay. Everybody just thinks that I'm okay and I don't need anything.
1: I wanted to make sure you were okay, but I also Kind of wanted to give you because I know you're kind of reserved with that, yeah. But I did want to at least see if you were okay because that's a lot of shit.
0: that's
1: and as, especially like what we talked about last week,
0: yeah.
1: On the off air podcast, <laughs> I keep hyping up this off air podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do we talk was it last week that we talked about the dude from work,
1: yeah? yeah.
0: Wait, or was it the week before?
1: My days are running together too. So are mine.
0: It might have been a week before.
1: What did we talk about last
0: week? It had to be the week before.
1: Yeah, it was because we did live. Yeah, but we talked about something else last week.
0: Oh. <laughs> I forgot how we got on it, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I've, and I'm just, I don't know. I've been in that space where I've just been like down on myself. Like, what are you doing with your life? Get your shit together just all that shit just coming back again
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you something we promise it won't be weird yes I kind of have a crush on you really again yeah (laughs) 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 like I got like I started thinking about shit the last couple weeks I was like what made you realize that it was something small I can't remember what it was I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you remember the episode where we were talking about limerence?
0: Yeah.
1: Was it that? I was definitely talking about you the entire (laughs) (laughs) time. Nigga, get the fuck out. And then, like, oh, this is what it was. Last week, when we were talking, I almost said it. When we were talking in my living room. Uh Uh-huh. And then I caught myself.
0: No, not going to tell her that. Damn. But. Oh. That's not, I mean, it's not weird. I didn't know. I
1: didn't know if it was gonna be weird because it is weird. I mean,
0: eh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not weird.
1: But no, I thought about that, and because I was just, I've been, I've been doing some soul searching and a lot of drinking.
0: <laughs> I've been trying, <laughs> like this shit, like.
1: Oh, what we were talking about last week is, like, because I realized I was depressed. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Like, because I was, like, I took time to really be, like, oh, I am depressed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think I like him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I hate that those two things guard. No,
1: No, because it was, like, what triggered it, I guess, was when the schedule changed. And then it changed from when we were, like, doing it consistently on a set day and everything. And it really affected me, and it wasn't anything to do with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to make it weird.
0: Like it I is. feel like a lot of shit has been affecting me, and I had I put on Twitter that like, I think the universe is trying to get me to feel shit because I have just been feeling like, blah, yeah, for a while. Like, I don't know, not not necessarily blah, but just things haven't. Certain things that would normally make me feel more haven't faced me as much.
1: I've kind of been on that, too. Like, that's why I didn't realize I was depressed. Because, like, when I'm usually depressed, I know it. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And I know my triggers, and I know exactly what it is, and I just mellow it out. But it was different. Like, and I could feel it. I didn't realize it had already set on. I thought it was coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was in the middle of it. And now that I'm coming out of it, I'm kind of looking back at the last couple of weeks like, oh, that was. But.
0: That also made me think about, too, like, I know this is just, like, all over the place. <laughs> it don't matter. But, um, with like, along the lines and thoughts of limerence and how, like, we always say, like, you fall for people really fast. I wonder, like, so I never felt like that was a bad thing, and this is why. Because I feel like that also happens to me in friend relationships. So why like, and I feel like a lot of people also say the same thing about me, like falling for people, but I'm just like, why is it such a bad thing? Cause sometimes you just like, sometimes you just click with somebody. Cause I think like me, that's how me and Casey's relationship took off. Like we, I did her makeup one time and then she invited me to the pool and then it went from there. Same thing with Krista
1: I think it's more in the lines of people look at starting a relationship as there has to be a certain level of vetting. Therefore, you can't set yourself up for...
0: uh, But that should be with any relationship, though. Like, Why do we give a little bit more, I guess, leeway to become best friends with somebody platonically than we do romantically?
1: Because I think we all assume that friendships intensities uh intensify and then they fade naturally. Like mm-hmm. I have friends that I haven't talked to in years, but if I talk to them tomorrow, it's it's like we never lost time and we don't get emotional about like we're not in contact every day. Or I think so. I'm kind of a <laughs> I'm kind of a fourth. But <laughs> uh kind
0: of a fuckboy.
1: I have fuck boy tendencies. Yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs> but um I was actually thinking about that too. Man, like, cause I was thinking about like, <laughs> uh, on the asexual spectrum, <laughs> there are certain things like where you, uh, like, I think that's a natural thing to have like, you become friends with people kind of quickly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's the other thing. But I don't, I don't know why it's different for platonic relationships than uh, sensual or sexual relationships, but it's just, I think that's kind of conditioning. We're conditioned to be like, don't fall in love with somebody too quick because you'll break your heart.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, I just think of relationships the same all across the board.
1: I do too. But Yeah. Because I have intense friendships with people. Yeah. Like,
0: bonds can't be broken. I'll
1: be mad at them niggas. But we're going to be friends regardless.
0: Most of my friendships take off quickly. Like, so, I don't know. I guess I just follow that same pattern with, with everything. Like, you ever have a friend that you, like, say you meet somebody when you're out with some other friends and this person just starts, like, coming around more, then you and that person become friends, and then y'all start kicking it, and then it's like...
1: White juice. Me and white juice, that's how Yeah, like, it. then y'all start...
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, everything you do, you want them to be with you. Like, y'all just want to kick it together doing shit. It's the same. Like, when you find a friend like that, you just want to be around. Like, that's the person that you want to experience shit with, and that's the same way I am with like, relationships or people that I...
1: The only difference like, with me is, I everybody jokes that I fall for people all the time, but it's usually not. <laughs> it's usually like, it'll be like one person that I'll feel like feelings for, or uh, it won't
0: be everybody. I don't just... I, I don't, can't fall for multiple people at once. No,
1: and I can't fall. I don't fall quickly. I, I think that's the main, like, that's why I'm always like, yo, you really are invested in this shit early. Like, cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I've always been that way. But I'm also, always know, always have to let uh, any feelings or whatever play themselves out. Mm. Like, I was like, all right, we're on this ride. Let's ride this motherfucker out. Mm. And then when it's over, we go our separate ways. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just me. Hmm. Like, because I don't, I'm a, I'm a weird person. (laughs) to deal with like relationship wise or stuff like that so I'm kind of guarded as far as giving my all into something
0: I would say I give my all into something but I I do pursue it with intent (laughs) I'll say that I'm not I'm not gonna just let everything out ASAP but yeah I don't know That's like a weird... I can't even describe this feeling that I have for him.
1: (laughs) I mean, well, it's complicated. it's
0: It's not confusing for me. That's
1: all that matters then. Yeah. No, so I was gonna tell you. I, can't, I wasn't gonna tell you I had crush on you. That, that was definitely not on the agenda.
0: you Just felt that on your heart real quick. Yeah, I didn't had to let it off.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, uh, I've been uh, moving playlists over from Spotify because I'm about to, I'm about to uh, cancel my Spotify because I, I don't know, man. Like, plus uh, Disney Plus is coming out, <laughs> and then they're gonna have a, a package with Hulu. And ESPN for like $12.99. I'm like, shit, nigga. I am definitely going to get on that train.
0: <laughs> so you trying to save your ducats for I, some better I'm trying to
1: move my ducats over because now I have Hulu and uh, Spotify tied in together. So it's only $12 for that package.
0: How? I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, a couple months ago they started. Hmm. Like when Hulu's price dropped.
0: Hulu's price dropped? I think it's six ninety nine right now. Why did it drop?
1: Because they were trying to compete against Netflix because their price went up. pricing. Yeah. But yeah, now it's Disney Plus and everything. Oh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm moving playlists over from Spotify. And then in the middle of my feelings, I started making a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of your feelings? In the middle of my feelings. Like moving playlists over from Spotify to iTunes. Through Song Shift.
0: Hmm. Never would have known about any of that. What? Song Shift? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can move anything over from like title. What is it? Like
0: a Dropbox type situation feature where you could just like.
1: It's an app. You you log into the app. Grab everything. and And then you move the playlist or album over to whatever destination you want.
0: Hmm. That's cool.
1: That way like when you. Like, that's the only reason why I didn't leave Spotify before. Even though I love their put pl- uh playlist maker way more than uh
0: iTunes. Why?
1: It's more like if you have an expansive library <laughs> I sound like a fucking nerd. Uh <laughs> like it's easier to uh just have everything and plus I also have my iTunes connected to my Spotify for the longest. So I had some of my old iTunes playlists on Spotify.
0: Yeah. I wish see I wish I was better at playlists like I I just grab everything out of my head as I'm building my playlist. So sometimes like my playlist will have songs by the same artist like 3 songs in a row. I'm like, "Kid, is there a way that you can like mix it before you actually load it on iTunes or Apple Music or you have to just add them in- on
1: Song ship, you can have it where you can delete some songs through whatever you want to move over. But I do that, too. But then I end up eventually weeding out mm. songs. Like on the, uh, my Crush playlist on You, I weeded out like three. St- when, you, st- when
0: you proofread a playlist? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's on there if you want to look. You, you just got to find it. I'm not going to tell you the name <laughs> because it sounds really weird.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to look right now. Let me see if I can figure out which one. I was listening to um, guys next door podcast with Mouse Jones and Mac Wilds and um Fly Rye, mm-hmm. and um, they were talking about building a playlist from like mid two thousands, late two thousands, like our college, high school, college years with like. Travis Porter and like D4. Damn, I forgot like about Travis Porter. Them franchise boys and Shoddy Low. and I was like, damn, that would be a dope ass yeah, really would.
1: <laughs> what was the other one where it was a group of niggas that had one name? It wasn't Travis Porter, it was another one. Like that had that's when that was like the little fad where like multiple niggas would have like one name. Uh It was not It's that same era.
0: But anyway. But yeah, Fabo was mentioned too. I was like, man, that would be like, oh my god, if they make that playlist.
1: That reminds (laughs) me of when they floated that fake A and M homecoming thing with all those old ass fucking artists. Like.
0: When was this? It was uh couple of
1: weeks ago like they, they acted like it was uh the soldier boy was gonna be the headliner at A&M's homecoming and niggas like this better not be the real fucking <laughs> homecoming festivities
0: oh I didn't realize that we had so many playlists out here yeah keeping it moving that's not it
1: yeah it is K-I-M, uh, K-I-M.
0: Uh, Wow. Uh, Yeah. How many songs on here? Okay, it's just an hour and a half. I'm going to listen to it. But, um, yeah, I was like, you got some Snow Allegro on here. Oh, Pink and White is my favorite. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, what? What is that
0: other group? Oh, this is so cute. I'm listening to it.
1: What is that other group? What was the biggest Travis supporter? My favorite one was uh, "Bring It Back." That oh yeah, used to be a lie. Bring it back. in a,
0: like a crash dummy, <laughs> 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 being over touch toes like that ass for me.
1: yo! Damn, that's when we were partying in the garage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when your boobs was all the way turned
0: up. I need to know where they put that playlist at because,
1: um, yeah, playlists
0: are always you. I yep, do, in my white tee. Who is that? D, no, who is that? That's not D4L. Dem franchise boy. boys. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: Laffy Taffy is D4L. Yeah. And
1: D4L was on the the homecoming uh, list, and I was thinking, what? The- D four Shorty Low is dead. Would, like, how you gonna bring D four l back without Shorty Low? What? You just gonna have Fabo out there screaming tatted up?
0: <laughs> like that shit is wild, bro. Tad, tad, tad it up, man. Why did Fabo not take
1: go so hard? I think that encouraged our generation to get really tatted the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> like it's like yo, Fabo said to do it, and anytime you could be like Fabo told me to do something, and you're like you took life advice from
0: Fabo. i'm gonna look i'm gonna play that real quick the the instrumentals to that song like when you heard it come on
1: ah, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> ah. oh remix
0: 2014 what have i heard the remix
1: the tatted up remix
0: fable Lil Boosie, and weddy and Webby? <laughs> um i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh yeah Yikes. no you can't you can't bring those things back it was it was a different yeah, time it's just not the same era
1: um, speaking of bringing stuff back um, Kanye is coming out with an
0: album at the end of this month
1: called Jesus is Kink
0: so Madison Ryan Ward had posted on her live on Instagram a uh, snippet of I guess she was out at their Sunday church thing that shit like I know we've said it but she's, uh, he had Tori Kelly at one of them bruh I want to go <laughs>
1: I know, and then like bro, that's why I put that on Twitter. Uh, that picture of Mister Rogers putting the clown hat on, saying uh, oh, "Getting yeah. ready for easy season." After I canceled him, yeah. <laughs> like I'm back on the train, man. As long as he gonna say shit, I know he gonna say something though. But anyway,
0: I I need him to go on tour with that church shit.
1: Yeah, that should be live. like
0: just pull up and park. And roll the choir out the vans.
1: He just needs to let us embrace our Kanye stay just stay out of the way. Let the fans have a moment, bro. Um did you see where they changed that Aaliyah song, I don't wanna be, into a Christian song? Uh-uh. That shit is dope as fuck.
0: Where is that?
1: <laughs> like I got a fucking laptop right in front of me. I'm they like had a, had, my phone.
0: There was one um I guess secular sample. That I noticed, I can't remember what it was, but it was just, ugh, black people's voices in unison is just—it's so powerful. I don't care what nobody say. It's different from anybody else singing in a choir.
1: I'm gonna leave this in. I don't know if it, uh, if this is copyright violation, so fuck it.
0: Oh. Uh oh my God! <laughs> Kanye is so lit. I don't care what nobody say. Like I'm, I'm here for this nigga right now. This this shit here is the best shit that he's ever done. Bruh, I was I'm getting so wrapped up in
1: my Kanye this <laughs> that I'm. I, it didn't dawn on me where he got this whole plan from. Bruh, Kanye is essentially pulling a major plot point from Sister Act. He is remixing secular songs into Christian songs. That's the whole plot of Sister Act. True.
0: True, 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 true. Like, he's like Kanye. I never would have made that connection. Yeah. I'm dope, nigga. But he's, he's 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 been on the the spiritual tip for a while though. He's Kanye Van Cartier. <laughs>
1: Out. bruh i really i wrote that shit down too i'm dope as fuck
0: <laughs> oh my god um
1: but yeah like and to make the point even deeper so in in sister act whoopi goldberg's car- character Dolores van cartier is uh, uh is trying to uh hide from some uh some not-so-good men that she was involved with, just like Kanye. Kanye mm. is totally trying to get, like, yeah, I was with Trump last time y'all saw me. But guess what, niggas?
0: He's, I got he a, has been cleansed. I got a choir with me. He has been, <laughs> been washed free of his sins.
1: We gonna redo these Motown songs, and he, we gonna be
0: big. He got a new baby girl. He just trying to start over. Yo, his kids are cute. His kids are adorable. Kylie's daughter is adorable too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. She's so cute. I just can't escape baby fever with (laughs) all these cute little babies coming out.
1: It's like, I want one. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Kanye is definitely out here in his bag. And I just wanted to win his. Like, he always betrays us. (laughs) <laughs> like like I th- somebody said it once they were like i think kanye hates his fans more than anybody else in the world <laughs> like all we want is just like some simple shit and then like he just be like nah, y'all can't enjoy this without me ruining yeah, it real quick
0: like, nah Not like i
1: remember right before my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out he was out here doing those interviews with um like Matt Lauer and shit, and like I was like, he about to fuck it up again. And Then he dropped that shit. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. This is the greatest album ever.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so excited for this album. I wonder if he's gonna go on tour with it.
1: If he do, we gotta go. Cause I I will always hate myself that I didn't go to watch the throne. Oh, no, I went to the Yeezus, uh tour. That shit was dope as fuck. Are
0: no. No, human. No, I- jay-z fucking with each other yet not really that's a good uh
1: segue because i think everybody about to give up on jay-z jay-z out here he might hate his fans just as much as (laughs) Kanye.
0: what is jay-z doing now i'm glad that you want to talk about it because i have no idea okay
1: so you know he did the nfl thing Mm -hmm. so this week they came out with Uh, the first part of it where he announced brand ambassadors with the NFL that were going to make specific songs talking about change and the justice system and things Mm -hmm. so he got Meek Mill he got Rhapsody and he got Megan Trainor and when they released Megan Trainor that's when everybody was joking about Jay-Z's a sellout because the other part of it is they're also going to make merch with the NFL merch about change and stuff. Okay. So niggas were like, so you sold out Kaepernick for some t shirts?
0: Why Megan Trainer though?
1: That's that's what everybody on Twitter was doing. That's why I reposted that uh video uh from i am a Get You Sucker. Uh-huh. Like where she was like, Hi my newbie and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She came out with a damn uh braided wig. <laughs> yes
1: i'm down for the struggle whoa
0: braided and beaded um yeah like that's interesting choice yeah so
1: (laughs) everybody's kind of like just clowning jay-z acting like uh oh y'all niggas thought he was gonna do something good he's just out here selling merch and the greatest tweet i've ever seen on that shit was when somebody said woke aware (laughs) 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 and i was like I'm a Jay Z fan and I gotta laugh at this shit. Like, I mean, like we've said numerous times, nobody's ever really canceled. So you think I'm gonna quit listening to Jay Z because
0: Twitter niggas is angry? Hell no. Nah.
1: I've I have studied this man's lyrics most of my life.
0: Hell no. Nah. Yeah like, no. Nah. I'm still fucking with Jay Z. I don't care.
1: I don't, like after this Chappelle shit, I feel free. <laughs> <laughs> like I could be like, yeah. I have problematic tendencies because we're all <laughs> fucked up. We ain't shit. None of us are. But what interesting part of it is that people are brought up. Also, before we move on, uh, today is uh, Beyonce's birthday, you which is a national least. holiday.
0: Oh, absolutely! It needs to be on every American <laughs> calendar, right?
1: And them pictures that she that uh, they posted of her birthday, Beyonce, fine as fuck.
0: Yeah, like did you notice <laughs> like you
1: know like sometimes when you get used to like you're like yeah it's just beyonce being a bad bitch <laughs> but every now and then you're like oh, okay and like somebody was like uh when the when the light hit the titty and it glistened, <laughs> like her her cleavage was bomb as fuck in that fucking picture
0: her cleavage been bomb since she had them twins i swear yeah, yeah. I swear
1: like yo Mom bod, Beyonce, is that's that's fine, but uh, that also brought me to uh, I think most people's problem with the Jay Z thing is that it seems like a lot of people want don't want actual justice, mm-hmm. they just want to be in power situations for the rest of us. I think that's what people are reading into it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, did you see? I didn't watch The Shop. I don't know if it came out yet, but Kevin Hart and um, Lil Nas X is on.
0: I haven't seen it. I can't remember. The last Shop episode I saw, Drake was on it. I don't even know if I'm up to date.
1: But this is the clip that they released. It's not that, like, it's like being forced. It's just like knowing, like, growing up, like, I'm grown, I'm growing up to hate this shit. I'm not supposed to hey, ever, like, hate Hate what? Hate like, hey, what? Homosexuality. Gay Why? people. Come on now. Why you gonna go if you're really ahead? from the hood, you know, you like, you know, like, it's it's not something. So it's like, if for me, the the cool dude with the song on top of everything to say this, like why you're at the top, you know it's like for real. And it's like showing like it doesn't really like matter, I guess. Exactly. It matter. So people were saying first how Kevin Hart how's Kevin Hart gonna act like uh he didn't know what Lonaz was talking about like gay homophobia in the black community. I now I always push back when people say that black people are more homophobic than other people because that's bullshit.
0: I think that is bullshit.
1: That's just a way to scapegoat black people. Mm-hmm. We, everybody fucked up with this shit. Because the same, like, white people, well, there are some white people who believe that shit but just won't say it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's white people that hate niggas that just won't say how they feel about shit. It, are black people possibly
0: more vocal about their hatreds? Probably cuz we're emotional people <laughs> probably but i mean i feel like as far as um being gay or whatever we are just as accepting as yeah. most other i mean like it's just
1: like what we talked about last week like we talk shit to people like we know and love it's just that's just the way it's it's toxic but that's just part of the way we are but one person on there was like y'all niggas don't want Actual equality, y'all just want to be able to be in power situations and judge people from your from, above. from your throne. Like they don't want, like some people don't want, like what's an example, like Sean King. Sean King out here making all this money off uh, calling other people unwoke and doing all this shit, but he's really just trying to make money.
0: Unwoke. He's
1: a grifter.
0: Yeah, I still am very... Um,
1: I don't trust that nigga. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I, it's just something. And then, you know, he's gotten so many, like, awards and, like, recognitions, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. Like, to
1: me, if we're going to choose Twitter niggas as voices, legitimate voices, you got to go with DeRay way more than Sean King.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: But that's the thing about blue check Twitter that people keep saying that's what they're trying to get to. The fact that, you know, like I was talking about Du Bois, W.E.B. Du Bois early work Mm -hmm. where he had the talented 10th theory where that the top 10% of black people would lead the rest of the 90% of us Mm -hmm. into freedom or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that bullshit. That's more or less how uh, black people in power have been in America. Like, they choose a couple of niggas. They you know, we need y'all to get y'all people in line, right? And some people are trying to go for that position, but it's like
0: it don't work like that no more.
1: <laughs> it doesn't, but it's not going to stop people from, from trying believing to do that
0: it does. It. Yeah, right.
1: And I think that's part of the reason why, pe- why people are kind of turned off about the Jay-Z NFL deal. But the fact that he was like, we passed kneeling, and this nigga's just making shirts and shit, <laughs> it's going to look bad. <laughs> and I'm still going to be here when, uh, <laughs> when the house burns down and everything, and I'm still going to be a Jay-Z fan. But being- I mean,
0: but this it's only the beginning, you know? That's, right. that's That can't be all-
1: It's not, but also I think he also has a, the part of it that people aren't looking at is he also got Rhapsody, a major nationwide deal with the the NFL, which is one of the biggest companies in America. So at least she's benefiting from that. True. And Rhapsody put out an amazing fucking album. And it's spitting her ass off. It's finally getting her just due. So if you're trying to find a a a bright spot in it, you could look at it as that.
0: I think there's gonna be. Excuse me. Uh, Jamaican food about to put me to sleep. Um, (laughs) I think it's gonna be plenty of bright spots, and it's. I, I don't think it's just gonna be something to put money in Jay Z's pocket. Like I think he's really going to change some change some things in the nfl
1: and the other part of it is it's never gonna be enough for some people true so we can't hold out for those people to get online it's like fuck them. Mm-hmm. like you can't please everybody but that's fine
0: yeah that's why stuff like this like i don't I, i can't get upset with jay-z like with it with everybody else i like was-
1: i'm just here for the jokes also that's the other thing like <laughs> i've gotten to the point now like i used to get like offended <laughs> like when i was younger if some if i really care for somebody like mm-hmm. like uh lebron like i'm a lebron stand. so when people were like having like jokes about lebron i'd be like these niggas they don't understand <laughs> that the greatness that is lebron jay now i'm here for the jokes like yeah. i love lebron jokes i love kanye
0: jokes i would say i used to be like that about beyonce but i'm still like that you're not gonna talk shit about beyonce around me (laughs) like you're not gonna talk about my boo you're not we're not we're not doing this
1: it's just like when that dude a couple weeks ago was like on twitter he said beyonce wasn't a talented singer when she was younger and niggas pulled receipts out from like star search so many (laughs) receipts
0: came out when she was like 15 blowing her lungs
1: out. i don't know where people got that whole like that's definitely a thing with people like we you know, Beyonce's not as good of a singer as so and so. Like Beyonce can blow you sing under the table, sing circles around you. Right. What? Do y'all not remember when she was on the Grammys doing "Precious Lord, Take My Hand"? Ooh. And then niggas like, well, Fantasia would have
0: done better. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it don't matter, bro. <laughs> like,
0: I they, just feel like there's certain artists that just can't be compared to anybody else.
1: Right. It's just like, man, she's Michael Jackson status without molesting kids.
0: Literally. <laughs> literally. And I want, I, I don't know what it's going to take for people to give her that. Like, there are so many people that are still like, no, she's not a legend. And I know that she's still fairly young but she's for everything that she's done. But at the same time, she's been in the industry for Right until so the wall came out, what, 98? 20 years ago. Twenty years ago. Uh,
1: anybody that says Beyonce isn't a legend is a fucking idiot.
0: Anybody that says Kanye is not a legend is a fucking idiot. Like,
1: we can't be like, I'm sorry. I, I,
0: I get that they're young. Like, I don't. I feel like people don't want to put legend on anybody until they've reached a certain age, regardless right. of their their catalog, and that's not fair.
1: And you saw that with people saying that is Dave Chappelle still a legend? Like, get the fuck out of here. You can't take back legendary.
0: People did that, um, with Serena when she lost. Yeah. And I was just like, What? <laughs> Serena will always be a legend.
1: People people get sensitive. Remember that Terrell the I think the first Terrell episode we did and he was like, I just don't like to call people a legend. That's kinda how a lot of people
0: are. I feel like that's some like pompous like
1: I think some people don't want to heap too much praise on another person because they feel like it's idolatry, which I can understand that argument. To
0: me, that just has some, it has a level of, of pompous behind it, it to me. That's like, I feel like it's not giving somebody their just due. It's almost like, I'm not going to put you on this pedestal because that means you're better than me and we're all equal. And
1: Like in that episode, we were talking about Kanye and he was like, I just don't like the legend word. Even though he pretty much agreed that Kanye's a legend, he just doesn't like the word. Right. That's what a lot of people are semantics
0: like. Semantics was her main issue when it came to Terrell. We love you, Terrell, but.
1: Yeah, it was, we were just going to be in the studio arguing. The semantics <laughs>
0: arguments would have gone on for years, my nigga. <laughs> the same shit that happened with Nicki and Joe Budden. Yep. Like, same shit. And
1: I just don't want to do that every mm-hmm. week. No. I look forward to having a, a, a intelligent conversation without me being like, Kim's a fucking moron. <laughs> 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 like, I didn't need that stress in my life. I have enough stress in my life.
0: Doing a fucking Diddy stare off like, <laughs> you just said what I just said. <laughs>
1: Uh, Speaking of legends, you wanted to discuss the Paul Mooney thing.
0: Yeah, that is very interesting. I will say because everything is still alleged right now. But it ain't looking good. Yeah, it's it's leaning towards facts.
1: Um. So, Paul Mooney, if you don't know, is one of the legendary godfathers of black comedy, a.k.a. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very close personal friend of the late, great Richard Pryor. Mm. And also wrote a lot of stuff with Richard Pryor. Um, One of Richard's, I believe, bodyguards did an interview where he discussed that Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor had a fallout in the eighties because he had the way he said it was because he had had sex with Richard Pryor jr. So when that first came out, people were like, well, if it was in the eighties, Richard Pryor jr. Was in his Mm twenties. And then TMZ ran up on Richard Pryor jr. Which I don't know how you know what Richard Pryor jr. Looks like (laughs) because he doesn't look like Richard Pryor. True. And so they ran up on him some kind of way. Cause they run up on anybody and they asked him about it and he didn't, he was like, he was kind of dodging it, but he was, and then they were like, they say it was a, uh, a consensual relationship. Mm-hmm. And he was like, anything that happened in my childhood w- couldn't be consensual. And cause before that, everybody was saying, like I said, that he was an adult. If he was in a gay relationship with him, that's fine. right? But that, changes the story and there's been
0: like first off how do you feel about it um so it i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i believe that it's true (laughs) um just because of like how paul mooney's been moving because apparently he was about to start um doing some shows and he canceled them and he hasn't really said much to anybody about anything. I feel like when you don't say a whole lot, you're plotting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like How you're going to figure yourself out of the situation. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I believe it. And it sucks because I felt like, I feel like Paul Mooney is very um, community oriented and very pro-black and, and protective of black people. So like, I just never thought like, I just always felt like Paul Mooney was one of the more responsible black superstars.
1: The thing that's a couple of things. One, Paul Mooney is the thread that ties in roughly almost 50 years of comedy. Like, first, he he did the stuff with Richard Pryor. He was in Hollywood Shuffle with uh, Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of writing on In Living Color. I think he created Homie the Clown. And then he did stuff on Chappelle show mm-hmm. and had the infamous line White people love Wayne Brady because he makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. <laughs> 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 Which made Wayne Brady so bad that he called Dave Chappelle up and that's how they got this uh, the Wayne Brady skit. So it does suck to think about he may have done that. The other part of it is there have always been rumors that Paul Mooney was gay. So I always am hesitant when people try to paint uh, gay people as predators because there's a long history of people being uh, beat up, killed, and lives ruined because of those allegations for just being gay. Mm-hmm. So I'm always hesitant to feel that way. But the way, between the way that Richard Pryor Jr. said that, and then Richard Pryor's widow came out and said that he had said that.
0: And that she had it on tape.
1: Yeah. That's the part. It was like, oh, whoo, shit. Yeah. And that shit is crazy, man.
0: But So now we just need to hear the tape. I wonder if we're ever going to do that.
1: I think that's probably what Paul Moody's trying to figure out. If that shit come out. Uh, to quote Pineapple Express, that monkey be, can't go back in the bottle. <laughs> he gonna be in
0: that thing with Bill Cosby.
1: Yep. And then we're gonna have these hotel niggas talking about they always trying to tear down Black Legends. The only people that's ever been officially canceled, and some of y'all niggas still won't cancel them, it's are R. R Kelly. Kelly and Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah, shit's just, just wild, man. I just... I-
1: But there also is a a lot of pedophilia in
0: Hollywood. I don't understand that. I just, I cannot understand that. It's just like, uh. Is it a control thing? Is it a power thing?
1: Yeah, because I mean, essentially rape is a a form of violence against power. I mean, violence using power. But uh, we didn't talk about this, even though I had it written down. Multiple times, you know the Brian Singer situation. Brian Singer is a famous director. He did most of the X Men movies. Okay, but he was allegedly in a pedophile ring for a years. Pedophile
0: year. ring.
1: Yeah, like he had like a mansion and had like young boys coming through. and Oh stuff. wow! So there's been a move to try to cancel Brian Singer. The problem is his last movie won an Oscar. He did Bohemian Rhapsody. So, but that's also why he wasn't at the Oscars, too. Um, well. So, there, and there have been rumors about Brian Singer for, I know of at least 10 years. Like, there's been serious rumors out there, but also because he was a gay man. People kind of were like, "That's some homophobic attacks." Mm-hmm. But um, there's been tons of stuff talking about pedophilia in Hollywood for years, and I wonder when the Me Too movement started. I wonder when was that part of it going to get cold? there's tons of kids who have alleged and said stuff that they've experienced um I guess tying that in to did you see Justin Bieber's uh, Instagram message
0: yeah, I saw it
1: like where he talked about like childhood fame and how that plays a toll on you you kind of gotta feel sorry for him because people were talking cash shit about a 17 year old and then, so he was res- he started doing dangerous shit, like, it was, which is what we've all done in 17, 18, and several. We didn't have millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we can't be surprised at I'm what not, he was doing at that age, because almost everybody that became famous young took that same, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda... Uh, Bonds. Amanda Bonds.
1: I am glad that it seems like he got the help he needed when he did, and... He'll be around for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I, I like the beeps.
0: I know, and I feel like I feel like he's he's becoming, he's becoming himself as a man now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like now he's married, he's he's way more mild tempered. <laughs>
1: Even though I I did kind of fuck with the Justin Bieber that shit was funny <laughs> as fuck it
0: was entertaining
1: because people were trying to act like he was like oh, he's just trying to act like that. no Justin Bieber was really about that life Yeah,
0: he was, <laughs> he was really out here not giving a fuck
1: <laughs> like that nigga was wild but that shit I'm glad he made it through cause that shit could have consumed him Cause for a while it looked like that nigga was gonna wind up like Elvis.
0: This is true. I'm actually surprised that he even like got married at the age that he did. Yeah. Um, to Haley, but they they were already they were they had dated for a while before they got back together and got married. But yeah, I think he's finally like finally about to rebrand himself. That's what I feel like.
1: That nigga was leading praise and worship at a
0: uh, church. <laughs> right. What's his pastor name? Fine ass pastor
1: is rich, rich something. The one that's always on Breakfast Club.
0: We know who we're talking about. The white man? Yeah.
1: What's his name? Well, anyway. His quote, fine ass pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Out here thirsting for us. His pastor of the is tatted like. <laughs> yeah,
0: he is. Tatted. Um, I don't know why I want to call him Paul for some reason, but. Maybe there's just a classic white man name that's coming to my head. He's one of the
1: disciples. (laughs) Justin Bieber's pastor.
0: Ryan. I don't fucking know. Ryan. (laughs) 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 Ryan. Carl Lentz. That's it. Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Even more white dressed like
1: a rock star.
0: Right? Have you seen his wife? They look like a rock star couple.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah. I've been thinking about going back to church. I've been really weighing it.
0: Now I'm off Sunday mornings. I might go. I've been thinking about it too, but I don't know if I'm thinking about it enough to go. <laughs> Like, I might go, like, if somebody invites me every once in a while, but I don't think I'm going to make church at, like, every Sunday thing for a little while longer, honestly.
1: I realized that maybe I was, a, maybe I was mad at God.
0: <laughs> and I believed in God, and it just was just like, you know. That's possible. That's very possible.
1: For a while, I didn't believe, and I believed and i'm like indifferent to
0: it but anyway sometimes i am on the verge of like saying fuck religion and all this other stuff especially when like people die young or people die tragically for no reason or yeah i'm just like how
1: but i have at one point, I was
0: I was an atheist. That oh, yeah, shit. You <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Nah, fam, like, nah, bro, <laughs> y'all, I'm, somebody I'm, lying." <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking up with the Old Testament. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've
1: been reading uh, the New Testament lately. That shit is a lot.
0: It's, uh, oh, you've been reading the Bible? Yeah. Interesting, never would have, (laughs) (laughs) bro.
1: Like, I don't know, man. Trying to figure some shit out.
0: Go to church, see what it does for you. You gonna go to your parents' church? Are you trying to try a new church? Or
1: my parents left our old church at the Rock.
0: What was y'all's old
1: church? It was a small church out this way. I don't know why I forgot where I was now. <laughs> <laughs> Like Out towards my parents' house. Like, Is it <laughs> St. Mark right here up the street? Nah, it's, uh, it's a little church on Winchester. It's called Restoration. Oh, yeah. But That's where we went when I was growing up. And then I just quit going to church. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Because in my uh, trying to find myself lately, I've uh, realized that some things I thought were forced on me <laughs> and I w-
0: might've been good for you.
1: Might've been good for me. and also may have been my personality now. Like I thought I was, I thought I was weird about uh, like the uh, like sex and stuff because mm-hmm. I would grew up in a super religious household, and then come to find out certain things about myself. When I was later, I was like, Oh,
0: and I wonder if every human being feels like this, but do you ever feel like you're the only person that feels certain ways about a lot of things? I Like, sometimes I just be feeling so alone in, like, the way that I think and the way that I treat people and the shit that I do.
1: I felt that way, especially until recently when I, start, when I stopped just hearing you say demisexual and I actually looked that shit up. And then I started looking more and more into shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely something close to that. And then, because I always just thought I was fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And I literally, and the other thing, it's going to get dark. (laughs) If I had uh, gave up, if you (laughs) catch my drift, (laughs) I never would have realized certain things about my personality. And that's tragic. But that also makes me examine, like, what do my crushes mean? What does
0: that mean? Yeah, I do that a lot. I'm always like, why do I like this person? And what, you know, like, why do I feel this way about them? Like, what? why am I not only connecting with them, but why do I want them around so bad? Like, what is it in me that needs this? Right.
1: And... Things like that used to bother me, but now it's kind of, I enjoy the exploration in myself to being like, trying to figure out what it is so I'm not running away from it. Mm -hmm. That's why I decided I was going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because the old me would have never, ever told me. I mean, it feels good to get
0: it out. It does. Sometimes you need to get it out.
1: That's when I was weighing back and forth. I was. Like the last couple of days? Because when I realized, I was like, oh, okay.
0: I mean, I, listen, I am that person all the time. Like, especially whenever I'm in, like, these dating situations, if a nigga has, like, pissed me off or done something wrong, I'm like, no, I am not letting this go unheard. I am not keeping the peace. Right, I am we'll saying get my last what I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No matter what the outcome is, I don't even care. I'm going to let this nigga know. See, it's those kind of things, I think, that more people need to consult Twitter about. (laughs)
1: Right. Like, stuff like that. Be like, all right, I'm going to throw this out here, guys. Does this look like a good idea? No, no, don't do that.
0: Like, I know it may feel scary because you're kind of, like, putting your personal business out there. But sometimes I think we really do need each other on social media to, like, just weigh in and give opinions and, like, past experiences and... That's why yeah. I, was,
1: I started using Tumblr again recently.
0: Yeah, I fuck with Tumblr. Tumblr still,
1: because I can fully like, I can fully like say how I feel about shit and stuff. But it's not tied to anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. <laughs> one day, one day I was gonna be like, I have a crush on my one of my best
0: friends. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw you were still using Tumblr. I was like, no, we're not gonna do that shit. <laughs> on tumblr like mm, a couple times a month but i don't really i don't really be i just I, scroll I, see if i have messages and get off now i don't really
1: i also need to update my picture i still yeah. have a picture from i was like 21
0: i probably need to update my shit too
1: got okay, like my picture with uh, my fade with a part in it
0: no nah, now <laughs> not the parted fade
1: i was swaggy as fuck bro <laughs> Like, and I I was so down on myself. I was a good, I'm still a good looking motherfucker.
0: You got to bring the, the fade and the, the parted fade and the earrings back one, one time for the fun time. Oh, wait, did you have two or one? I have two. Okay. Uh, it's just something about a nigga with earrings. <laughs> that nigga is dope as fuck. Uh, that's a dope ass fade.
1: That's that Kendrick Lamar shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, anything else?
0: I'm not even going to have to edit much. I feel like there might have been something else.
1: Maybe not. I have, uh. I guess, I, I did come up with a couple of random questions. What is the dumbest thing anybody has ever asked you? Like, completely like the absolute dumbest thing that somebody has ever asked you?
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Here's mine. <laughs> so I was sitting. I ain't gonna say the person's name, but I was sitting, and with this person, they'll randomly ask me was completely random questions because I know completely random shit. <laughs> so they were sitting, and they were like, "Why can't dogs talk?" <laughs> and I looked. It's like, wait, what? They're like, if dogs are always around people and they can understand what we say, why can't they talk? And I looked at that person, I wanted to be like, you dumb motherfucker. That's
0: a high question. And he he was sober as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a high question, if I ever you, heard one. Are you high right now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love this shit?
1: And I it it completely changed the way I feel about that person. Like I was like, man, that's the dumbest shit. Like, and they like, it hit me so off guard that I was trying to be like, evol- evolutionary
0: wise, uh, their vocal cords haven't, Mm-mm. like, no. They have nonverbal, like. And there's way more animals that understand human language than yeah. just dogs, too. So why was he only asking about dogs? Was he white? Oh, yeah. White people only care, they, they <laughs> only care about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> i made that post on my uh instagram and i know some white people were probably side-eyeing the fuck out of it but it's true <laughs> uh yeah white people just care about dogs
1: yeah uh, now I, since i've had a dog i've definitely started becoming more like i'm gonna stop eating meat <laughs> <laughs> like
0: i get it like i love dogs don't get me wrong.
1: Why does why do why does everybody think that black people hate dogs?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, for one, I think that goes back to civil rights era and police dogs. But yeah, um, there's a lot of there's plenty of black people with dogs, but we don't on on a on a general scale. <laughs> I guess to generalize, which I try not to do, but. We just don't be going up for animals as crazy. But
1: I think it's because we also have, like, we see how people treat people. Like, so we're not going to be like, so you're trying to treat these animals better than people?
0: Like, I literally saw there was a van. I don't know if I said this on here before. If not, I meant to. But there was a van that was driving around. It was a white van. And it said something like, uh save Bring candy. <laughs> <laughs> save the dogs, cage the people. And I'm like, really? Like in this time where there's literally like children in cages right now, that's what y'all
1: Right. They have no context. And it's also like, bro, we lock up a lot of fucking people. We have the biggest jail population in the world by far. We lock tons of people up. We're really good at doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're really good at mass shootings and locking people up. But not the right people. Right.
0: Yeah, but nah. um.
1: Speaking of our white listeners, uh, uh, so uh, when we had the Taylor Swift, why can't Taylor Swift dance thing? Markham was like, uh, Aaron, his wife, always says that it's because she's so pigeon-toed. And I never really paid attention, but she is
0: pigeon-toed. She's very pigeon-toed.
1: And Eric came in, she was like, Imagine trying to do a Beyonce walk with pigeon toes. <laughs> <laughs> you would look awkward too. Yeah. Man, see, that's why you got to have d- different friends. They answer the shit. Cultural thing. You got to
0: get you some good white friends.
1: They'll be real with it. Also, when he Instagrammed me that day, he was like, I'm getting my hot tip bag. And he was talking about. When, he, when he
0: said that, I was like, I'm going to leave this to Juice. <laughs>
1: i'll get nope
0: <laughs> i need to talk to him about nutrition stuff yeah i mean not that he's a nutritionist but i mean i guess that kind of goes hand. but um i don't know man like I, we talked about this before but it's still just so much out here that it's just like i feel like there's always food trends mm-hmm. like a couple years ago everybody was crazy about kale And all this other shit. And now it's like, um, and then people started getting into, like, the plant milks. And, uh, you know, and I just feel like every year it's a new, like, health food or super food craze. And it's like, but, because what, have you seen kale in the last, like? (laughs) Where (laughs) is kale? (laughs) When was the last time you saw kale or anybody talking about kale? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Where is kale? Used to. Everybody was out here with their kale smoothies <laughs> and kale salads and kale chips and t-shirts with kale on them. <laughs> Beyonce had one in her, what you call it, video. Yeah. With uh, the Yale
1: print. That was a dope shirt. Though. Yeah, it was. Um, And then also it was the bacon trend of everything bacon when people were getting like the paleo shit.
0: And now it's avocado. Everybody's obsessed I with I avocado. avocado. Oh, I, I love just, avocado. My mom was like,
1: you should eat. You, uh, you just avocado instead
0: of a uh, mayonnaise. I was like, what? Mm, I can't substitute mayo. Like she said like,
1: you can make it to where it'll be creamy enough to where it'll be a good paste.
0: You can, but this the I'm flavor like, is just not this. Yeah, it's not. It ain't this.
1: hitting. <laughs> Man, we keep becoming a food podcast. <laughs>
0: It's just not the same. I'm sorry. It's not going. It's uh, It ain't hitting right. It's just not it. That's not it. It's <laughs> not it, sis. <laughs> that's what I should have Thanks, mom. But next time. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm not going to edit anything. I'm
1: going to have to edit people's names.
0: Yeah. I guess that is. I
1: guess that's it. Um, I was going to. The only other things I had was that that Mississippi wedding venue thing, where they turned down the mixed race couple because you know Mississippi has that law where you can deny people if they're if uh, it's against your religious values.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Like what we talked about with Indiana, yeah. Like you can turn down gay people for like wedding cakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mississippi has a similar law, but in true Mississippi style, they also include uh not having mixed race couples and the woman who owned the venue said it's because in the bible it says that you're not supposed to mix races which is definitely not in the bible
0: and so (laughs) what Uh, so there's something else like that came out but it wasn't about marriage it was about well yes it was it was some lady was talking about um like black people being in white neighborhoods or or like a black man being with a white woman in a white neighborhood or something like that just wasn't it was against God or something that's
1: always been a talking point of far right like nationalist groups mm-hmm. that i mean the history part of the history of this country is trying to keep white people white women away from black men Mm -hmm. and miscegenation laws and everything so when that woman said that uh she she said her uh husband told her where is that in the bible and so she went home and looked through the bible and she couldn't find it and she said i'm sorry because i always assumed and that's what i was taught we got to get away from that's what you're taught because I wasn't taught that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas weren't taught that shit. Nowhere in no Bible about that shit. So it kind of makes you wonder, why did your pastor tell you that? Mm-hmm.
0: Or why his did you... own personal... And I've heard
1: other white people say that half that time in the Bible.
0: I, you know what? I, we'll just have to go in depth with this on another episode. But I wonder if some people become pastors just to push their agenda yep. on...
1: Yeah. We got we yeah, we gotta talk about that on the next episode of the Suburban Podcast. Stay tuned. We definitely have to talk about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I kinda wanna talk about it now, but I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work too. I picked up a shift. What time you go to work? Four. We both bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck work. Yeah.
0: So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Girl, And you can find me at A Kid Named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJCBattle. New episodes available every Thursday.